0: Welcome, this is Clint Harwick with the Body of Youth Podcast, and today we're going to be talking about something that is a very hot topic in society, stress and anxiety. I'm going to give you guys the mental strategies, the proper nutrition routine, exercise program, and sleeping patterns that will make sure you guys are staying on top of your game to handle any pressure situation. These same tools are used by high-level athletes, doctors, surgeons, anyone who's in a high-pressure situation day in and day out. These people are using these same strategies guaranteed. I was a professional athlete. I understand what it feels like to be under the microscope. And a lot of these uh, uh, strategies I've used uh, in my life still to this day. So I'm super stoked for all you guys to be here and benefit from these tools I'm about to give you. I've lived it, experienced it, have taught it. So every single one of these items that I'm about to give you guys today will be super beneficial, and you can apply it starting tomorrow. So listen in and enjoy the ride. Welcome, this is Clint Harwick with the Body of Youth Podcast, and today we're talking about stress and anxiety. This is a super hot topic in our day and age. Why? Because there's so much on-the-go material. Everyone is shooting from job to job, deadline to deadline, test to test, and no one is really looking around at each other and saying, whoa, we need to enjoy what's happening right here and right now. So the biggest factor into a lot of these issues that we're feeling that are being coming Uh, physical stressors, such as if we are stressing on a deadline, a test, a job requirement, right, that manifests later down the road into physical symptoms. And if it becomes a chronic issue, this can actually lead to health problems down the road. More and more, you're walking into your primary care physician's office, you look left and right, and what are the first things that you see? You see all these posters on how to reduce your stress. But really, no one really ever tackles the mental physical component like I'm going to hit you guys with today and give you strategies that you can use through your everyday life to make sure that you're staying as balanced as possible. Like I've always said, like I hold myself to is balance is everything in life. It's how we stay motivated day in and day out. It's making sure that we're giving ourselves the proper nutrition and the proper care so that we can go out there to the world and be a service to others and provide our best self day in and day out. Now, one of the first things I want to go over is mental strategies. Mental strategies is a huge component into dealing with stress and anxiety on so many levels, right? Our mind controls how we're feeling. Uh, it's gonna stimulate that sympathetic nervous system that essentially takes over and now we have an increased heart rate, we have an increased blood pressure and we're starting to feel like we're moving a hundred miles an hour. Have you ever seen like a baseball player walking up uh, about ready to take his first step out of a game you, uh, the The camera zooms into him and what do you see? He takes a huge deep breath. Now why is this dude taking such a deep breath before he steps in the box? The biggest factor is, is he's actually eliciting his parasympathetic uh, nervous system through a big diaphragmatic deep breath to actually help himself calm down before he has an at-bat. That way he is now more relaxed, he has a higher attention span, he's more focused. There's so many positives that go along with this and you see in everyday athletes you see it in a lot of people who focus on their breathing via yoga and that's a huge concept in general now one of the biggest things that you can do in handling stress and anxiety is not looking for the future you're instead of looking into this future tense oh i have a deadline coming up oh i have a test that i'm not prepared for the biggest factor you can do is prepare beforehand i can't say this enough preparation is what yields confidence. So many people feel high pressured in a lot of situations because it's a lack of preparation. They don't have the confidence or the belief that they can actually get the job done because they haven't planned accordingly. If I was going out, right, and, uh, I got signed by the Orioles in 2014 and I was super excited to go, right? And if I was going, uh, over to spring training for my first game, and I haven't even prepared for the first at bat. How nervous am I going to be in front of all these fans that are there to watch the game if I just showed up and haven't even taken a swing within the last three weeks? No. So, the biggest factor for me is I am practicing day in and day out, getting ready for myself to go to spring training. That's a huge concept in the athlete world, but it can be driven in everyday life. We can start taking these mental strategies of preparation and providing that for everything we do. If we have deadlines coming up, we prepare five, six, seven days in advance. If we have a test coming up, we prepare accordingly. Everyone who is feeling the stress and the burden on life of all these external factors coming at them, that is a lack of of feeling confident. It's a lack of preparation. And with that comes an overabundance of overwhelming behavior, feeling absolutely like you cannot handle the task at hand. So the biggest thing we can do for ourselves and the biggest mental strategy we can do is starting to prepare ourselves for whatever task is coming our way, staying organized amongst all of the things within our daily life, and how we can essentially prepare accordingly. Now, there's always going to be times when stress is through the roof, right? There's always going to be external factors that are coming from all over the place that are out of our control. Now, how do we handle all of these things when we actually don't have the time to prepare? The biggest factor is, is controlling how much you can uh, control within your specific realm or situation that you're in. Can you control what happens tomorrow or the next day after that? Absolutely not. Can you really control what happened to you two days ago? Absolutely not. But what you can control is how you react in that moment of time. I always say like the the, the best people that I always love watching and what I always cue into the most is people that are under stress. Because a lot of the times you don't see people handling stress very well, right? They get agitated, frustrated. It's almost like a character building mindset. These people become overwhelmed with the circumstance. And then you have a group of people who have handled the pressures over and over again and have actually been using these mental strategies. And now... Anytime a situation comes, it's like they're not even phased. And you see this in high-level athletes, you see this in surgeons, doctors, you see this in people who have actually had to prepare over and over and over again for all the uh, high-level pressure situations that they've been in, so they've learned and understood what stress has felt like. So we can take these same principles as these athletes, um, as these doctors, physicians, surgeons, you name it, anyone who's in a high pressure situation, I guarantee they're using some of these exact same mental strategies and ultimately they're improving their stress throughout their entire life because they aren't overwhelmed by a specific circumstance that's given. They're actually dealing with it within that moment of time or they're preparing for it accordingly. Like I've always said, preparation is what is always going to yield your confidence. Now let's say your body is overstressed at this point in time and you just don't have have, uh, the proper way of getting out of it. You go to the gym, you're not eating very well, and you're just in a cycle of destruction. The biggest thing you can start doing is nutritional benefits. Instead of hammering those high carb meals, right? High fats, large uh gluten-consumed items, you can start handling a more uh low-carb, high protein nutritional diet that's gonna be easier on your digestive track. I always say with protein consumption that if the if you're a someone who consumes meat, the more legs that animal has the harder that stomach is gonna, uh, it's gonna be for that stomach to digest. Fish is a great choice for digestion. Why? Because you get that really lean protein, and what it has no legs, right? Chicken's the next. It's a lean meat as well. It only has two legs, and then you uh, move into more of the grass-fed uh, beefs that have four legs. So you can use the leg principle anytime, any place to understand where uh, and what is proper nutrition for you in a protein scale. Now, on a physiological level, if we are talking about digestion in general, digestion is one of the biggest factors towards stress. When someone is stressed out, their digestion is inhibited. Why? That uh, sympathetic nervous system releases norepinephrine that goes to the visceral, a.k.a. the stomach. Now, that stomach most of the time is doing peristalsis, right? It's moving that uh, fluid and that new broken down um, items that you've just ingested and it's starting to get it uh, going through the entire digestive digestive tract however when that sympathetic nervous system is responded aka when you are stressed when you are feeling overwhelmed you have an increase in heart rate you have an increase in blood pressure you're starting to feel fatigued your body's moving 100 miles a minute your digestive system is the last thing on your body's mind if you're gonna go for a run like if i'm gonna go for a run they call it Uh, like the preparatory run phase, meaning if I'm about to go for a run, my mind is already processing that my sympathetic nervous system is going to turn on. And you actually have a simple little response before you actually make the commitment of running. You have an increase in heart rate, you have a little bit increase in blood pressure, and that's the body meeting the demands of what you're about ready to put it through. Stress is the exact same way. If you're thinking about it day in and day out, over and over again, you're not allowing that digestive tract to take over. That vagus nerve that runs through that esophageal hiatus that goes through the diaphragm is the main parasympathetic stimulator for your stomach. So if you're giving your system all these heavy carbs, glutens, all these uh, different products that are super Hard to absorb and digest. Now your stomach is just working in overload. That stomach becomes bloated. It pushes up into the diaphragm. It can actually irritate that vagus nerve that's going through that esophageal hiatus. And now you're just not feeling good day in and day out. And it's super frustrating because you're stressed. You don't feel very well. You're not sleeping very well. I mean, uh, gut health is one of the best things that one can do for overall health. If someone doesn't feel very good within their gut, they're not going to sleep very well. They're not going to have a very good attitude because your gut kind of controls the mind through like a nervous system response. So being keyed in, when you are stressed out, right? When you do feel that overwhelming, uh, overwhelmingness coming onto you. You can start using the mental strategies that strategies that I just went over. You could start taking a better diet plan with more of a low carb, easy, digestible foods, fruits, vegetables, uh, low, um, uh, lean proteins, fish. These are all things that allow your stomach to digest these foods easier giving that parasympathetic response a quicker time to engage. Now, now that we've tackled the mental strategies and proper nutrition plans, the biggest factor that you want to do is exercise. What's the best way to exercise when I'm feeling stressed out, right? If I'm going to the gym, I don't have a good mental routine. I don't have the proper nutrition necessary to handle uh, what I'm putting my system through. And now I'm going to the gym and I'm doing high intensity interval training. I'm just overloading my system in every component necessary to just create more stress, right? Chronic is the biggest issue that we're dealing with here. And that is going to be a repetitive state of not fixing. Right? So if someone's doing the same task over and over again and trying to expect a different result, probably not going to happen. We need to modify things within our everyday life to start handling these uh, times when overwhelming factors come into play. And exercise is a huge component if done properly. Exercise is a stress Stressor on the body itself. Now it's a good stressor. However, if it's too much, if your body is already in that sympathetic nervous system state, that high octane feeling, high blood pressure, high uh, heart resting heart rate, well, you're going to want to combat that with a low intensity exercise program, going swimming, a more aerobic. Uh, cardiovascular routine, going on for a low uh, endurance jog. What do I mean by low endurance? Not hitting that 70, 80, 90% max heart rate. You want to dive into that 50, uh, 60% heart rate because this gives your body the increase in serotonin levels. It allows your body to respond to that low level stress. And now it'll give your, ch- your body a chance to rebound. The problem is is you, you're already feeling that overwhelming behavior coming on, you feel the anxiety, the, the week's been a long week, you haven't really met many of the deadlines, uh, your mental strategies are off, your nutrition plan is off, you've done fast food four days in a row, you're going to exercise, you hit. You don't feel very good about yourself, so you go hit a high-intensity interval training exercise routine, and what do you know, you're just back in the circuit of poor habits, and your body is just working overload on overload on overload. So the biggest thing you can do in your exercise routine is starting to mix more of an aerobic therapy uh, but you can still mix in that type two fiber recruitment through uh, exercise training. You don't have to lose that hypertrophy that you've been developing. That's fine. You can still mix in those uh, the, the weights itself in uh, 10, 15, 20 reps. However, don't go in and just start maxing out PRs. In a time where your body is already overloaded, one, I can tell you right now, you're not going to respond as well as what you should have 2 you're probably gonna be disappointed because you're probably not going to hit the PR that you wanted. And three, you're only doing yourself a disservice because you're just putting more stress on the system. So exercise is a huge component into relieving a lot of that. However, it has to be done properly. Find yourself a pool, find yourself a treadmill, an elliptical, a stairmaster, a row machine. Get uh, an exercise routine that's more of a therapeutic exercise, mixing in 15, 20 reps per set on all of your strength training. And just making sure that you're starting to mix in more aerobic. So you can do that type two motor fiber recruitment. You could still work on the plyometrics, but just making sure that you're not hitting that high intensity interval training when your system is already overloaded. You're just tapping into that sympathetic nervous system over and over and over again. And you, and you go through that same cycle and it's super frustrating. You're agitated. You're taking it out on everyone around you. It just doesn't feel very good. So when you are feeling like that, when you feel like you have that increased heart Rate, high blood pressure, not sure what you're going to do next. Be conscientious, understand your body and go exercise appropriately. I am a huge advocate for understanding your body. Half the time in my line of work, when I'm treating with a patient, I'm letting them understand what it actually feels like to be in their body. A lot of people don't really understand what uh being overwhelmed truly feels like, how to put that word to that feeling, uh, What it, uh, how you feel with a specific exercise routine, what soreness is versus pain and what pain is versus soreness. A lot of these things I like getting people familiarized with because then that gives you the opportunity to understanding when you could push yourself a little bit harder or when you should be pulling it back in the gym. Last but not least, the biggest and most crucial factor in handling any one of these overwhelming symptoms is sleep. Now, if you've done proper mental strategies, if you now have formed a proper nutrition plan, and now you have appropriate exercise, you're going to start improving on your sleep. But the key factor is, is we as humans are natural programmers. We're natural creatures of habit. If I'm coming home after a long day's work, right, I've been up all night, I come home, I I lay on the couch, boom, what do you know? You fall asleep, it's been 45 minutes to an hour, you wake up, you feel more groggy than when you went to bed. Uh, before taking the nap. Now you're trying to go to bed. It's now 1 a.m. because you actually can't go to bed. You're actually out of routine. So you only get four or five hours of sleep. Now your system is just in that sympathetic state over and over and over again. You guys uh, feel what I'm telling in regards to we want to reduce that sympathetic nervous system as much as we can on a mental strategic level, on a nutrition plan, on an exercise plan, and even a sleep plan. So instead of coming home and going straight for the couch or to the bed, only go uh, sleep, uh, laying down on the couch or in your bed when you're about to sleep. That means if you come home from work and you're feeling tired, I would prefer you to just go for a light uh, jog or even a a nice little walk. This allows you to get to dinner time. You then have dinner. You start winding down. And then you can go to bed where you lay in bed and you have the TV off. A lot of people like to sleep with the TV on. But what that does is your system won't allow REM sleep uh, to be as beneficial. You won't actually tap into that REM cycle as uh, as deep. You won't get that that nice rest that you should be looking for. And you're going to be falling into that uh, non-programmed out-of-habit state. So the way you get back to programming uh, those sleeping patterns is starting to only lay down uh, when you're about ready to go to bed. And that's one of the biggest factors in reducing insomnia, because when we do have that high sympathetic nervous system response, it's very hard for us to sleep because we're always thinking, right? You're always thinking about what the next thing is on your checklist, what you got to do. So always, always, always make sure you're not headed to bed until it's time for rest Two, three, four days into this process, you're really going to start feeling like, holy cow, I'm uh, reprogramming my system. It now understands when it's time for sleep. Now you're getting a full eight hours. You wake up. Instead of hitting a coffee, which is already putting you back into a sympathetic state, you're now drinking a smoothie or a decaffeinated tea. You're having a nice breakfast. You go uh, all day uh, meeting those deadlines because you have now prepared for those deadlines so now you're getting better in those habits of preparation. Why? Because preparation yields your confidence. You now have proper nutrition instead of going and hitting the next drive-through. You've already now prepared for the meal accordingly. You now have a lower carb, lower gluten, uh, lean protein meal easy for your system to digest you go on an exercise routine you're hitting a low intensity instead of a high intensity and now you're ready for sleep and you're not sleeping until you lay down in your bed no tv now your system is reprogramming itself in a parasympathetic state there's so much in our environment i even catch myself doing it day in and day out that's why one of my low uh, intensity exercise routines is yoga. I benefit it from a stretching standpoint. I'm naturally um, not that flexible. So I have to work hard in that category. And I make sure that my low intensity exercise is a yoga. So I can start stretching and strengthening, but utilizing it in many aspects of my life. I can start working on that deep breathing principle. And that's a huge component in understanding when we start practicing those deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth, you're eliciting that parasympathetic response uh, coming from that vagus nerve and you're starting to calm down your system. There are so many huge strategies that you can do. When I feel overwhelmed, I go straight to my breathing uh, exercises. I go straight to a different uh, nutrition plan. I hit a low intensity exercise program and I get even more sleep than what I think. I start getting nine, 10 hours of sleep instead of seven, eight hours of sleep. And now my body is ready and prepared. You guys see the, the biggest factor is preparation. I get so stoked on preparation because that is what yields confidence. That's what drives success. And when you prepare accordingly, your body is going to start feeling really, really good. Now, when a deadline, when a test comes up, when something overwhelming comes up, you have all of these tools in your toolbox to combat the everyday stressors and anxieties that are coming. And now what happens is those issues become non-issues. Now those stressors that normally have stressed you out, now it doesn't even make you flinch because you are now programming yourself in a preparatory state instead of thinking on the fly. You're instead of thinking future tense, you're thinking moment tense. You're now preparing mentally, physically, emotionally. And this is how, if you look at every great leader, every great successful athlete, doctor, entrepreneur, surgeon. They all prepare, they all handle stress and pressure to the utmost level, and that, I will share one story with you guys before I go, but uh, in college, uh, there was one at bat that I remember, so I was a college athlete, played uh, professional baseball as well, but pressure was always something that you ran into, right? Bottom of the ninth, two outs, man on third, down by one. What happens? How are you gonna respond to the pressure at hand? And you can see, like if you were that high level athlete, I even myself would practice these techniques of saying, okay, put myself in that situation day in and day out. I'm actually gonna become comfortable with dealing with that stress and dealing with that pressure because I've been used to it. I've started developing those habits now I actually want those to be sent towards me I actually love and I thrive on that I that's why I love when people start finding success they start feeling like they can handle the pressure because they and they start coming into their own because they start handling and understanding how to handle all of these different issues and now they're becoming their very own best self it all starts with this simple component. There's so much more and we can go into so much more detail on it. But ultimately, you see it in every athlete, every successful person out there are ones that handle stress the best and the most appropriately. They handle pressure like it's not like it's nothing to flinch about, and I guarantee you a lot of them are using similar strategies just like this, because at some point in time, every one of us is going to be overwhelmed. Every one of us is going to be given a card that was, that shouldn't have been dealt to us, but it's how you handle those adverse situations that rise your character that make you who you are today and this is why i'm getting super stoked for this podcast because i'm going to bring people on who can tell me about uh, their character building moments how they handle uh, specific situations where they find themselves in the healthcare world uh, where they see themselves in 10 years there's so much where we're going to take this and go i'm stoked for you guys to all be here and if you guys have any questions you know where to find me uh, you can drop a comment. Uh, like I said, well, there's so much material that we're going to cover on this uh, podcast. It's going to be emphasis in health and wellness, uh, giving you the specific mental strategies to handle any life situation, going to give you a balanced regimen, uh, and, and we're going to dial you in in every category. And we're going to hear from other successful people on how they benefit from the different strategies that they use. Because ultimately, for myself, I'm a huge, 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 huge um, supporter in balanced life. The more balanced you are, the more balanced you portray, the uh, The more you can pr- be an act of service to society. And ultimately, you can impact millions and millions of lives. And uh, that's that's what really fires me up. That's why I wanted to start something and get another voice out there. And there's so much passion behind it. And that's what's really exciting is I love seeing people in a passionate state. And uh, I can't wait to go on this journey with you guys and share so much. Again, thanks for joining in. I'm stoked for you guys all to be here. And uh, let's get this party started. You.